everybody. Welcome back. Sith Council, but it is not the Sith Council with me sitting in front of my computer, but I have not left my garage. I am in studio for Sith Council talking about today's episode of The Bad Batch. The new era of the SEN network has begun. As I've told you before, we're going to be doing a lot of these um, non-interrupted shows, just pure conversation. And I wanted to make sure that we did one for, um, for Sith, because this show, as I mentioned, is going to be moving to the brand new channel, if you didn't know that already. If you go to the link in the description for the brand new YouTube channel, in just about two weeks from now, every episode of Sith Council will live there. We're not moving off the podcast feed, so that's still the best way to take in this show, was to go there if you want to support this show, because we're not doing Super Chats anymore and all that. I mean, hell, if you want to put in Super Chat when we do the premiere... Please, and maybe we can get at the end. That might be a thing that we can do. Is it put in the super chats now, and I'll read them out next week. But I can't do this show by myself. I needed to have somebody in here because I'm I'm just a I'm just a wandering Sith Lord. So I needed. Look at this lady. First time I've seen her in years. Can you believe it? Oh wait, say it again. Can you believe it? I can believe it now. Years. Yes, it's been years. It's because uh, Brett was talking about, and look at this. I'm so proud of myself. <gasps> No, it is actually so dope, Christian. It's not like, bad, right? No, it yeah. looks amazing. I was excited that I got. It. I mean, plus, you know, when when you're by here by your, when you're in here by yourself for like the past year, it turns into like um, it's like a beautiful mind with Russell Crowe, where it's just drawing on the walls and there's like stuff all over yeah. the floor. But like, I knew people were going to be coming in here. I like vacuumed and did everything I needed to do. Set it up. Brett helped me set up a lot of these cameras. Brett's very excited to do the episode of the Big Thing today because he's never met you before. Oh, in person. Never we have not before. met in no. person. No, he's very excited about that. And uh, yeah, and we've actually never done a show in person together. I don't think. No, I think we've met in person. Like we, yeah, yeah a like few I times. think like Collider Live. You, uh -huh. I think you didn't, weren't, didn't, weren't you in an episode of Collider Live? Yeah, but it was when you weren't there. It was when I wasn't yeah. there. Okay. So, well, yeah, I definitely remember kind of running into you, but I think we didn't really start getting involved in the show and this show and SEN until this year. Until quarantine. It's crazy. So now here we are. I do feel like I'm in the inside of your brain. It's a nice place. Yeah, I wouldn't. My wife would differ. I would beg to differ. Um, yes, don't spend too much time there. Lose your mind. Uh, anyway, so this is going to be fun though because there's so much to talk about. And you even it, when Steph walked in earlier today, she was like, "This is the best episode to talk about in person." It was awesome. I said it right after. I almost ate it in front of you Christian. Did almost fall like, so quickly. That's true, but it was it was a, it was a good. She walked in here with, I, I said, where are you going on vacation? It looked like she had six suitcases on. Do you travel with all I that travel stuff? heavy. It's <laughs> called my witch bag. Where's heavy. my Sith bag? I wouldn't be surprised if Brett Sheridan was in that bag. <laughs> I <laughs> wish I would have seen Jim in there. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. He pops up in the middle of it. He's like, a lot of room in here. Your wife doesn't carry a big bag like when you go on outings? Um, well, considering we went on our first outing oh, yeah. in like a year uh, we just wanted to get out. It's like we left everything behind because we wouldn't want to. Like it's like the kids, fend for yourselves. So they had my father-in-law, of course. But we, but we, no, we got the hell out. She doesn't. She doesn't take the big, massive bags. I think okay. that's. A, I think that's a. It's a mid twenties thing. Yeah, I think it's a fight or flight thing. Like I yeah. just need things on you me. You need to know. You need to like, listen. I got my stuff, and it's a, I think that, that. And when you have kids and stuff later on, you just you need you, you need one bag. You got it. Yeah. All that's you a, really need is the kid to come home with you. When that's you're, it. Yeah. That's all you need. Um. Bad Batch was phenomenal. It was oh so God. good. So many. And this is a spoiler for anybody who didn't know this already. We, we break down these episodes. I mean, it says spoiler in the damn title. But the Bad Batch, this episode, I'm jumping right into it. Cad Bane, mother F. 
We were ha- you and I have been talking about Cad Bane forever. Ever. Yeah. We didn't know if we wanted him in the Boba Fett series, which I don't think is off the line anymore. It, it's not. It depends on what happens yeah, to him in this one, right? Exactly. Yeah, but, but when as as soon as we saw him, because we knew Fennec was involved, but right. then when they said there was another bounty hunter, I was like, who could it be? I didn't even think about it. No. I didn't even think about him. I, I think that a lot of people had mentioned when we were talking about it, like, well, I wonder if Cad Bane's going to show up. Is he going to show up? And like, I don't know, maybe. And I think you and I both were hoping to get a live action version of mm-hmm. him. I'm cool with him being in this one. because I th- and, and he's just such a badass. Like, he just shoots Hunter. He's just like, sorry, kid. It's such, a, it's such that old Western gunslinger thing and, like, everything from the hat to the music when he shows up. I didn't realize. Is Seth Green the, the – Yeah. He's the, the Toto. droid. Yeah. yeah. I The music was so, so good. sick. It's badass. It's yeah. so perfect for him. But, yeah, I agree. I wanted him live action, but it is cool to see him with, like, the updated animation version. He right. looks amazing. Yeah, it's a good set in general for the way they did it because it was – that entire setup, like, we were talking about how – it's weird because there have been some episodes where, like, that was fine. It was okay, just like a little side adventure thing. It all is going to add up. What what I realize more and more as I'm watching this, I just care so much about these characters now because you look at everything that, um, that what's his name, Wrecker and Omega went through, and you watch them, and it's like I care so much about them. that whole scene when they're setting up the bombs in the beginning, and he's like, ah, you think I'd really do that to you? Like, that whole thing. It was, it was a good it – was, it was – speaking of – Impressions. Our boy shows back up after three or four episodes. Steph, I'm glad you made it to your house. I made it to that. You have two bags. Let me give you six. I realized though something that I didn't put together as it didn't click as much because when we knew Crosshair before in Clone Wars, yeah. he was cool, right? And then he opened up this epi- uh, season one of Bad Batch as a total dick, like off bat. Of chip, man. Yeah, yeah, and then it was it was the same. I think uh, timing of Wrecker because Wrecker started saying things like follow orders that yeah, one yeah, time, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. there was more of a transition than I thought. Cause I was like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, it was, a, it was, it was definitely a lead up because he's, he's off his rocker at this point. I love that whole scene when they turn the engines on and, and it's like, they know what's going to happen. And she's like, we're going to fall all the way through. It's like either that or get incinerated. Like, what do you want to <laughs> do? And they, and I love it. Like we have a minute and a half, like let's plant bombs all the way. I'm mean, how are they going to do that in a minute and a half? And they're leaping around like Spider-Man. I'm like, this is amazing. And they do it and they blow the thing up. But I love that the the fire of the of the engine like wrecked him and he was they're like get a medic and he's like he was like out it i'm trying to think what kind of what movie it reminded me of but it was it was such a great scene in general because of all these stakes for both the empire and this ultimate showdown that they had they go down they fall on the bottom and and when he show, when when bane shows up and just takes the kid and it goes and it throws to the the at camino right yeah when they're talking about how they're they're not with the with the empire they're not digging what the empire's doing they, they we find out they're the ones that put the that got the bounty hunter they hired Fennec they hired Cad Bane so they're like all right let's let's find out if this guy can can do it and she says is that wise he's like I don't give it an f we got this there's another there's we have a plan I want to know what their overall plan is. Yeah, I think my guess is yeah. that Omega is the enhanced clone in order for phase three of I the clones, so right? Yeah, yeah I th- but I, I was wondering when Crosshair got it, it rocked. I mean, not Crosshair. Yeah, Crosshair. Crosshair. Um, I, do you think he's going to be able to see? Because his ability is sight. And right. Uh, yeah, I think that they probably some kind of enhanced uh, 
You don't think he'll be like garnered useless and that's how he makes him like do you think this is a starting point of how he makes himself back into the bad batch or is there maybe, no Maybe. Maybe I don't necessarily know if he's going to lose anything, you know, from his abilities. He could. That's a good call though. He could it could start to affect him, but they were even talking to him. I love that scene when they were like, "Snap out of it, dude. Come on back." It didn't even phase him. It's almost what it is. Although there's no reference to it because it's not that, but what it feels like is when someone goes over to the dark side fully. Yeah. And they're, they're not, they have not gone over, they, there's no way back, right? Um, where if you take the consideration of the dark side to what happened with Wrecker, he was just dabbling in the dark side and then they were able to bring him back to the light side. Now, I, I, I'm very aware that it has nothing to do with dark side of lights. I'm just talking about the comparison of the. I of the yeah, field. I yeah. think totally, yeah. and and it's similar. I mean, you don't need to like wield the force to right. be in the dark side or an enabler of the dark side. Like all of the admirals that work with them are part of it, the dark side. Yeah, and it's still it's it's that whole when you look at that clone that that chip, it was put in there by the king of the dark side. You know, so it's it's ultimately having the clones go full dark side. And yeah, that's really what it is when you look at it that way. Well, Crosshair saying go for Omega first. <laughs> Shoot the kid. That guy is out of his mind. Shoot the kid. First. Yeah, first. What? Yeah, he's he's I love how off his rocker he is at this point because he makes him it makes him a wor- a worthy adversary. Mm-hmm. And it makes him someone that you know. Are you freezing because of the air conditioner? No, no, okay. it's okay. Yeah, because it gets cold in here, but it's I have a jacket. Um, just in case. Great Bowie shirt. Is that a David yeah. Bowie shirt? Well done. Thank you. I just tried to show my daughter Labyrinth the other night. Did she like it? She got scared. It she, is kind of scary. She got scared of the... She she doesn't like when kids are in danger, and she didn't like oh. the fact that Toby got taken and all that stuff, and she was like, does, does she get him back? I'm like, I'm like, you want me to tell you? She's like, tell me. I'm like, yeah, she gets him back. I was like, you still want to watch? Like, no, I'm done. I'm like, Wait, the right, older kid? Yeah, the oldest. The, the little one? The little one could watch uh, The Exorcist and be fine. <laughs> She's, the other day I told this story on the show, but like I was getting, she, was, she wanted me to watch her build something. And so she's building, and, and she doesn't want me to help. She just wants me to watch. And I go, I'll be right back. And he's like, I'll get an apple. And she's like, hurry up. I'm like, all right. So I go into the kitchen, and I get a phone call from my wife, and I'm in there, and I'm seeing it. She comes in, she goes, hey, Dad, how long does it take to get an apple? It's three and a half. Why is she an Italian mobster at all times? <laughs> at all times, she because she is. She's she's a quarter Italian, and she's and she absolutely <laughs> takes advantage of it. She the whole time. I wonder why. I told you the funny octopus, like all of that. She's incredible. I'm telling you, she was out. She was. You just missed her. She was. She was riding around in that in that little like car out there, like she's. Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, in in his prime. Just, Catch me just, if you can. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was thinking on the way here. I was like, I actually don't really like kids, but I want to meet Christian's <laughs> kids eventually. <laughs> You'll get over that eventually. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't. I was as we were talking about your seventy five bags that you carry yep. and like that. It all it all changes. I was and I can't remember. Ellis and I were talking about it on one on one of the big thing shows and reminded everybody with Sith Council going to be on Fridays at four. The big thing is going to be on right now. Um, we had two episodes of the big thing this week, but next week you're going to get three of them. You're going to get three of them. Potentially you got Monday for sure. Uh, next week, Ellis and I Tuesday, Steph and Brett and myself are going to be on the big thing. And then um, hopefully Ellis uh, again on Friday. Uh, so yeah, lots, lots of fun things happening. So just a, a reminder there. Um, yeah, but anything else in, in this particular show that, that stood out? I mean, the dynamic of all of them, the, I, I love how like methodical and just 
blank. Um, what's what's his face is tech. Oh yeah. Like even when he's just, she's just like, what was the war like? And he just like gives a pure definition. He's like the Terminator, you know. He just gives like the pure definition, and she's like, no, but what was it like? Because I just told you. <laughs> that whole and thing. That's the answer. That was no, it. I actually really like that because she's starting to become less naive and more in the know of the life that she's about to start living. Right. But the the other part that I'm really interested about is because we know there was that cut scene or unfinished scene in Clone Wars of Cad Bane and Boba Fett. Yes, yeah. And that's how he got canon. the dent. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that the, that could potentially be... Like Dave Filoni wants to do this with the new animation in this season or series. Oh, that's that that redoing that whole yeah. thing. No, I think that okay. that's that's canon. I think he put that out there already, and they released they released it on purpose because it, I think I, he's recovered from that clearly. I think we, yeah. we I think from that time period of when that happened, that happened before all of this. So he clearly recovered. And the question was, did he survive? Yeah, he survived. He survived. And what that's why I'm crossing my fingers that let him live in this show. Let him, you know, like, what I would like to see is they, like, he's got to succeed because when he shows up against um, Hunter, I'm like, Bane's got to win this. Because if he doesn't, it's going to look like, okay, well, he's not, it, it's like wrestling. It's like he come, the guy comes out and makes his big debut back and then he loses his first match. No, he's got to win. On a duel, which is his thing. It's his thing. And he's got to win. And he wins. And he wins pretty easily. And, you, I mean, Hunter just shoots the, the Seth Green's leg off. That's all. That's all he's able to do. Um, but what I would like to see is that Bane goes and gets Omega successfully to pay yeah. me. Pay me. I'm out. And they have to fight again. And if if Hunter wins this time, that's okay. But doesn't but doesn't take him out. Just wins. And then Bane is like, I got bigger fish to fry at this point. I got to find Boba. I'm going yeah. after Boba and. He has. He can't find him. He's looking. We don't know how old this guy. And people are like, well, he's too old. He's an alien. He could be five hundred years old. Who knows? And he shows up at the Book of Boba Fett. Yes, that's what I want to. That's what I want. Yeah, exactly. Link it, link it all together. Yeah. yeah, and I think that they proved that from the last episode and this episode, which are are those your two favorite episodes? Too? I think so. Yeah. Well, I liked. I really liked the first episode. Oh yeah, I forgot Kanan the whole and everything. opening it was, scene. It was phenomenal. I think. Yeah, that's true. The last three, but I think this one is my favorite. Um, but it. It's warranted because it's it's everything that I, that they've set up leading to this point. They couldn't have the difference with like the first episode. You watch that first episode and you love it because it it ties into everything you've known about Star Wars. If you've been watching Rebels and Paint, like that's why you love that episode because of the nostalgia with Tarkin. And this one you love it so much is because of everything that, that tied together with the Bond, the fact that they set up this thing with Crosshair, and then the reappearance of Bane. That's why yeah. it was so great. So. Um, yeah, I would say that the last three are probably definitely my favorite for sure. Yeah, I agree. The la and I think the last two specifically open up the door for like the connected universe that they're yes. trying to go for with Rex and meeting yes. again yeah, yeah, yeah. and Trace and the Martez sisters and Martez. No, it was um, it was in the it wasn't a Cortez sister. Cortez. No, I think you might be right. Might be. But anyways, whatever it may be, and now with Cad Bane and yes. Fennec Shandon, I think we're going to get the background of Boba and Fennec before we go to Book of Boba too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look, that's another way to tie it all in, right, is, is, is um, what's his face? Cad Bane and Fennec. Because you, if you establish some kind of thing with them, and then it reappears, because what would be even better, I mean, we're like fiction writing right now, but I don't care. Uh, I'll cur. <laughs> we do this. We do it. But if uh, if if Cad Bane ultimately befriends Fennec and they're on the like the same page, 
and then she's in some kind of conflict when he shows back up. That could be interesting. Or yeah. or they both could be, oh, there's this scumbag again. Let's take them out together. Like, you know, so I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I want them three to be in a showdown together. It has to some, be live yeah. action. Yeah. yeah yes. Live action. Live action. Yeah, I, need, I definitely need it live action. I don't want to see Cad Bane meet his end in animation because he's too cool of a character. I agree. Yeah. And even so in the book of Boba, I'd be okay if that was his last outing, but we've talked about a solo Cad Bane show too. Right. Unless they make Book of Boba kind of like how Grogu was in Mandalorian, a major part of Book of Boba. Yeah. Well, you hear all the stuff they're talking about. It's kind of a transition, I think, too, is that Tamara Morrison was saying that um, you, you're going to get, like, everything about Boba. It's going to have a flashback as where he, where he yeah. was from Return of the Jedi on. I, I love that because it that tells you what the book of Boba Fett is going to be about. It's like chapters in his life leading up to this. It's not just about him and Fennec like ruling Tatooine. Because how interesting can that be overall? Yeah, it's true. And I remember when we first heard Boba's boots in season one of right. Mandalorian, I was like, this would be dope because I'm never going to complain if it's Boba. But I do want to know how he got out of the Sarlacc. Yeah, day. I want to know too. I think everybody wants to know. Yeah. And I think that that's, that'd be a great scene. It's going to be a water cooler moment. And everybody's going to be talking about, oh, we finally figured out how he did it, what he went through afterwards, because he's all scarred up. Yeah. It's a mess. Um, and you see, like, these side adventures. He's not, like, a good guy. We've seen what he's done in the Empire. We've seen all these other things that he's done. He just was a good guy because he, he's true to his word. That's what I loved about that character. He's just he, he's true to his word, and he told, um, he told Din, he's like, listen, we promised you we'd get the kid. We're not leaving until we get the kid. That's uh, why the bo- that's why the bounty hunters are the best. Yeah, they're about the money and making deals, and then they follow through. And they follow they don't through. have allegiance to people or ideas. This was our deal. This is what we shook on, and now 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 we're gone. We have a code, and it's always why I liked Dexter so much. Like the, the not not Dexter from Star Wars, Dexter the the the, the, oh, the, the TV show. Um, because. My favorite parts of that show until they kind of lost their way. Have you ever watched Dexter? No, but that's what everyone said. I know the premise. Yeah, he but he stuck to a code. He was a he was a killer, but he stuck to a code that is that his father and uh, that his adopted father. Um, yeah, it was adopted father who put who was a cop. Inst- knew, saw this thing that was wrong with him, but he put a code in him, and that was why he was able to follow that. When he lost his code, the, the show kind of went off the rails, and they. And but either way, it's not a Dexter show. But the but the point is like that's what I really like when they follow it, what they're doing, and that's what Bob is going to do for that for that scene for that series. I love it. Yeah, I yeah. Th- and that's why I liked his character arc in The Mandalorian because it's still yeah. in code. It just is different. Yes. Um, did you see all the? I mean, this, and I'm not going to show all the stuff here because they have. Um, not everybody wants to see leaked photos, so I'm not necessarily going to show them. But they did. Um, why does it stop opening? They <laughs> they did. They had the the Obi Wan photos that are that were going on. Oh, I uh, haven't seen them. It just it's just people walking around in costumes, right? But it's like people are getting excited because it's because it's real. And yeah, Obi Wan is. You can see his boat, his boots. There's a there's an Imperial troop um, that's. In costume, and it's so funny because they don't. This one guy he doesn't even realize. You just like so clueless. He probably just got this job. He's like, so excited he got it, and he's just like they make you wear like these rain bags, and the rain bags are on him. And this one guy is all you couldn't tell what he's got. And this other guy's just hey, look at me, I'm an imperial officer. Woo, take a selfie. <laughs> and meanwhile, the paparazzi are in the corner like dummy, and they're taking pictures of it. So, and yeah. that's what got leaked. 
that got leaked. You know, there's a few other. And, and then, then you can see his face, or is it just. Yeah, you can see their faces. I think they're just like random extras who yeah. are walking okay. around. Like, I'll, I'll try to find one so you can see him, but uh, I don't want the audience to see it if they don't want to see it. But it's, it's, it's that. It's, it, there's, there's, um, this is a lot of exciting stuff going on. We're getting closer and closer. We talked about this. We said that once we got to Bad Batch, we're going to be, then you're going to start to go into that flow because the other thing, I don't know if we talked about it because you haven't been on the last two weeks, yeah. but um, when the Ewan McGregor was talking to Pedro Pascal and he mm-hmm. was talking to him about um, filming and he's like, did you, he's, have you started filming Mandalorian yet? He's like, no, we haven't started filming yet. And everybody's like, they haven't started filming that show yet? Well, he's doing Last of Us for HBO, so that's one reason. The other reason is that I think they're going to do Obi-Wan comes out in like February, March, I think. And I think it's going to be then Andor coming out for the next series a couple months later, which could be reversed. Yeah. Um, and then I don't think we're going to get Mandalorian season three until like December next year. But you still think it's going to come out in 2022. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. People who said 2023, um, there's so much time between now and then. Yeah, they can get, make, it's, it takes a year. Yeah. It takes, it takes, I think they're going to start filming. It's, because I think the people are in that that film mentality, right? Like people, if if you start filming now, you you're lucky if you get your movie. Like it was it was rushed when Star Wars was filming their movies now and getting them out in like two years. Yeah, like it normally like when they used to do it, it was like three years for the movies. But you don't have to do that with TV because you can shoot your you start shooting in December, but you don't wrap until what uh, February March or whatever it is, and you have shot all those, and then you start. You could you could have the first episode done and and cut and and as you air episode one or two in December you could still be Finishing, editing the other yeah. episodes so um, and they only do like seven or eight episodes a, a season so I I'm pretty confident that we're gonna get that show yeah I agree and and it would make sense that it would take the boba spot of the next year yeah it would it would, they dropped those things in December I and mean, I think. What I think some people are probably wondering is what what Lucasfilm would probably think too is well we we gave them two shows already why do we have to give three they're not happy with three and the answer is nobody's ever going to be happy to give us eighty but if it turned out there's no chance that if they don't do it next year that they don't drop Mandalorian season three in like January or February there's no chance they push it maybe April I mean uh, when is celebration is is celebration April next year. I 2022. I think it's let's see Star Wars know. Celebration 2022. So we'll do that Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, unless it, you're thinking if they dropped it then. Um, it is. Let's see. Oh, May 26th, 2022. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's usually in June or May. Yeah, they change it. It's 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 sometimes it's in April. It was in April when it was in Chicago. So it it, it changes up. So May, that's still that's still right. I mean, in May, obviously, the usually Star Wars thing. So there's no chance Mandalorian season three. Oh, man, they push it that long. That's I mean that would be over like almost two years. I know. I don't think they're going to because they're still. I yeah. I don't think so because. I also think that they're doing similar things to Marvel and what Marvel did yeah, this Marvel's year is like really or, working. Marvel's got like three or four series plus to have a movie out, right? So what do we have? Scarlet Scarlet yeah. Witch. Um, what the hell was that show called? WandaVision. WandaVision. Thank you. Uh, it's, I don't remember anything. I could not compete in this show. <laughs> you know the Scarlet Witch? Yeah. The redhead. And the one with the uh, the Olsen. What's she doing? Does she get the How Rude stuff going on in yeah. it? 
Um, but she's got she had that show. Then you got Loki. Mm-hmm. You got Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. You got What If, uh, Black Widow, The Eternals. I mean, they're, they're, the amount of stuff that they have out. And with Star Wars, I mean, what's this other? Th- and then they have another thing that's coming out: Visions, right? And they yeah. Got, so, so let's see. I'm that, excited about Visions. They got Bad Batch, and that's airing right now. Um, the anticipation for the book of Boba Fett, which is December, and perhaps most Star Wars fans forget that there is still one more piece of content coming to Disney Plus in 2021, and we're talking about Visions, which uh, StarWars.com announced that they were going to be featured at the Anime Expo. And this is the one that we talked about that you got mad at us that we weren't excited about, yeah. right? Because it's anime. So the, yeah. Okay, so uh, Kathleen Kennedy announced Visions back in December during Disney's Investors Day. The project was described as a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. It's a 10-episode series that will be dropping on Disney Plus later this year. Even though the release date has not been yet announced, it is very likely they're going to do so on July 3rd. However, a fall release, probably around October, is expected. As Ronin, an original novel from Emma Miko Cannon, inspired the upcoming animated series, it will be released on October 12th. Um, so what is the? Uh, do, do we have any idea what this show is about at all? No, I, yeah, I think it's, I can't, I keep reading different things where it's either like celebrated stories or I don't know if they'll be picking, picking from books and, and comics. I'm not sure exactly if we've seen the stories before and they're going to reanimate them in a different way or if they're stories that haven't been shown on screen, which I would prefer. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm curious on how it's going to go because I, I told you, I know this isn't, this is not anime, um, but when the, um, what was it? The Resistance show. Did you try to give that one a shot yet? Resistance. Uh, oh, n- I I started the first episode. Yeah, just couldn't I, get into it. I it wasn't know. that I didn't like it. I just couldn't get into I, it. I. It's not. I'm not hooked to anything. I might watch it just for due diligence. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's the same as I know that it, it lives there. But I I feel like I might feel the same for Visions. I'm gonna give it a shot. Okay. I just don't know if it's gonna hold my interest the same way that these other animated series. Because I don't even necessarily know. Had it not for, for Ken Napsok, I don't know if I ever would have grasped on to the Clone Wars series the way that I did. Because I was so turned off by that movie when I saw it. And I don't mind it now when I watch it. Because it's so it's it's a very different experience now that you know the whole series. But when I saw that movie, because you know how much I love Dave Filoni. I think Dave Filoni is like the... He's he's the reason Star Wars is is able is got to the place that it has mm-hmm. now because he learned from George Lucas. Um, but I remember seeing him at the Clone Wars premiere after I saw the movie, and I was like, "That guy just ruined Star Wars, <laughs> stupid hat." And it was like, and then at the time, did you know that like how involved Dave Filoni was, or how he said he was, he was, he said he was the, not not as not as involved as he has been, but he was he was a direct he was just the director, and I was like, "That guy." Right there. Dork. Failure. Dork. (laughs) And I remember going, that's not Star Wars. And you weren't an Avatar fan. I had never watched it. I just, my, my oldest just started watching it. Oh, she recently, did? yeah. We just I started watching a couple episodes with her and, and I saw directed by Dave Filoni and I started watching it. But the reason I bring that up is I remember then seeing that series come out and be announced uh, on Cartoon Network. And I'm like, I'm not going back and doing this again. I was like, no way. The last movie was terrible. I was like, and and Ken was like, listen, dude, I've been watching a few episodes. It's good. He's like, it's really good. And it tie and it's it's got some of that kid cheese in there that you didn't like about the movie, but it does tie it all together and it's really good. And I started watching, it. I was like, Yeah, he's right, it's really good. And I and then as I got more and more, I'm like, Man, this guy really does understand it. I was like, That's he he's and I from this day forward, he, he I don't think there's anybody minus 
George Lucas that knows Star yeah. Wars the way he does. I agree completely. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I found some of these pictures. They showed her what's uh, from. Um, Shoot, I can't. Let me make sure that I have the uh, the actress's name. That I, I would, love looking at the shoes yeah. they create for these types of. It's in, is it Indira Varma? Yeah, Indira Varma. That's Indira Varma. She's Imperial. Oh. Sorry for the spoilers here. Oops. Sorry, everybody. If I didn't want to know, these are, this is some stuff that came out there. Should have warned people. So if you if you yell at me and get mad at me for that, I understand. Oh. But we're gonna we're we're gonna we're not showing the leaks. But we're talking about him, so I just. Well, also, we don't know if she's dressed in disguise. Absolutely, and I thought I thought of that she could be she could be trying to, but I I'd like to see her as a as an imperial. She could totally pull off a villain because she's one of the, she could be a bounty hunter. And in, in Game of Thrones, she did such a good job of being right. like, I protect my own, but I, I do what I need to do. That she was in Game of Thrones. She was great in it. And when you would say it, I remember immediately. But that's not what I rem- remember her from. I remember her from from, from Rome. And I gotta check that you show have out. Have to watch Rome. You okay. will. I feel like you'll love Rome. You like history, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll, I love you'll, history. You'll love. You'll love Rome. Um, okay, so let's see if we keep going on. These are the guys I was talking about. So this, so this guy here is is in the and is in the salon robe, <laughs> and you can't see anything. This guy doesn't give two no. s's. You said he wanted everyone to catch the well, outfit. No, he's like, check it out. He's like, I'm in Star Wars, mother. F's. Wow. Yeah, and then obviously, and then Stormtroopers like, yeah, you gonna see? I mean, he's not even trying to hide it either. But it's like that. That's not a big reveal of this. It's not because we, know, yeah. But that's it. I mean, there's a, there's just a couple of of things. I I love I love the reveals because it means we're shooting. Right. You know, it's like that's it. It means that the show is shooting, but that's why I think that Obi Wan's coming first. I think that Obi Wan is coming first over, um, over Andor because did Andor start shooting too? Because we don't really see much of. I think they did they start did? shooting, and that's when they announced that we wouldn't be getting Andor in the show, right? Not Andor. I mean, Cassian. Ca- Cassian Andor? I mean, sorry, his <laughs> droid. Sorry. Right, K2SO. Like, right, K2SO, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, K- We're doing an Andor series, uh, but no Andor. No, well, ba- no K2SO was a big bummer for me. Well, it could be, especially the fact that they announced him I know. during during that thing. I but, always put him hand in hand with him. I was like, Cassian Andor, yeah. <laughs> but he's going to be, K2SO is going to be in the second season, which I was like, we're doing a second season? Like, they must really have confidence in this show. Um, I know. I I hope it's good. Um, it's it's definitely the one. It's it's the same way like we mentioned before. Wandavision. I couldn't care less about that show when it was announced, and I wound up loving it. Like, I loved that show. It was the one that out of all the ones they announced for Marvel, it was the one I cared about the least, and I loved that. That was fantastic. Um, I hope I feel the same way about Andor. I yeah. really do. I agree. I would love to see Diego Luna have his own series like this and really own it and yeah, have it be a phenomenal. big success. Cause he's such a good actor, but he's not on a lot of people's lists or top of the mind when you're thinking of people, especially in star, Wars. especially in star Wars, because the character, cause the problem with that character is, you know, what happens to him, you know, ultimately where he goes. So it's not the same. Like we were just talking about with Boba Fett, Boba Fett had such an iconic thing. Even when he showed up and the impact he had back in the eighties, um, but we still had that mystery thing. What the hell happened to him? So there was so much that we still want to know about him. With Cassian, it's like, were people calling about what the hell happened to Cassian? How did he get here? They weren't. But 
there must be some kind of interesting story that they want to tell, but they can't just make it about him. They have no. to make it about the politics and the things that are going on in Star Wars at the moment. Yeah, they have to focus on the Empire. I think so. I, that would just be such a missed opportunity. Yeah. We've been waiting for a focus on the Empire, especially at that time. Yeah, and what would be great at the same thing is what... I don't know if they'll do... What if they put some of the characters from Obi-Wan in... The show, I mean, you have to you have to age him a little bit. Would you? I don't even necessarily know if you'd have. Well, you'd probably have to. You probably have to age him because yeah, because isn't it like it's fifteen years? So Obi Wan takes place either eight or ten years after Sith, right? So that mm-hmm. would then mean because Rogue One obviously is right before, right before the uh, episode four. So that's nine years. So. I think Cassian's like three years before, so it's really only from from the Obi Wan time. It's only like something like seven years after Obi Wan. I oh, think. It's only, I think if I'm doing, yeah. it's a lot of math. That is a lot of math, but yeah. that sounds more right than any further time. Yeah. That would be really smart and interesting. If, if you they could throw, that. yeah, if you throw in some of the characters that pop into, um, I mean, because Jimmy Smith was in Rogue One, he better show up in Obi Wan. I. Yeah, they have to. They have to. They, yeah, that would be really a missed opportunity if they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're going to connect them all. I really think that they're going that way. That's, that's what they've done so far. That it it This is the closest thing they've had to their MCU, their shared universe, that they thought they were doing with the films, but they really weren't. There were two big gaps, and the, the new trilogy was so different. And so, I love the idea of new characters, but there was so many new characters that even they they – there was no like scenes with Han and Luke and Leia together and all that. And, and, and it didn't, it, it, I thought it should have been the, the torch should have been handed off a little bit more to the new characters. And so you could link it all up together. And there was just such a gap of years between Jedi to that. This is something you can, like, even the way that they, they tied in Ahsoka into the Mandalorian, Sharing the universe, doing that, putting it all together, um, and the way that they shared Luke inside of it, and putting Rex inside of the Bad Batch, like that's the kind of stuff that they're doing now that they're they're just nailing it. Yeah, and yeah. Ahsoka again last episode with her droid, with oh which one with Trace and Rex. Uh, um, no, 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 with the sisters. When oh they right, were right, 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 right. Yeah, right, to right. yeah to yeah. Rex. The Cortez, it was a Cortez sister. You're right. I, yeah, I you're right. Um, somewhere. But yes, that's right. That tied it. That tied back. Like it all. And it tied back into that. That la- I mean, a lot of these episodes, even the whole thing when they were getting the chip out of, um, out of, what's his face's head, is that all that tied back a lot of references to that last season of Clone Wars. You know, like all of that, the way that all, that all played in. So they're tying in and they're sharing all this stuff very well now. So to do that, I hope they have it in mind. And with Deborah Chow involved in it i feel like they they could so i'm anything's possible dude, with her. i can't wait to see <laughs> what she's wait. gonna do i'm so excited for that 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 series that series i might even be more excited for than i was for mandalorian um i know and it's weird because I, I, you weren't you weren't around back then but i now it's like it's i think everybody would say it but it was i used to get so much crap for saying i used to say it all the time i was way more excited for Mandalorian than I was episode nine. And I said it on Jedi Council every week. I'm like, look, I'm, of course I'm going to see episode nine in the theater. I'm excited. I said, I think Star Wars TV is the future. I think Star Wars TV 
And you're like, yeah, Mandalorian, the trailers looked okay. It looked like a lot of nostalgia and stuff, but it's you're crazy if you, if you want to see Star Wars TV over, over Star I'm like, I'm telling you, man, Mandalorian is going to be the thing. And I, oh, Ken was like, you're, gonna, you're getting hammered for this. And I was like, I don't care. I'm like, TV, like, and now, because at the time, Obi-Wan was supposed to be a movie. And, oh, yeah. And there was some stuff going on. It's my, it's my oldest. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, she, she plays oh, softball. She's getting, she's, I'm so proud of her because what she's been doing lately is she, my dad got her a glove um, for Christmas. Or was it Christmas? Or birthday, around the same month. So she's, she was not grasping the, the, the catching very well, right? And I was like, okay, because she didn't really pick up the glove at all. Oh, sorry. And then we went to the park. And we saw the kids playing baseball. She's like, I want to join a softball league. I'm like, well, you got to start getting the mechanics down. I was like, she, she had done this whole report on Derek Jeter. I was like, Derek Jeter went out into his backyard every day and just threw the ball up to him. She's like, really? She has, ever since I told her that, she hasn't stopped doing it. No she's way. Out, she's out in the backyard That's every day. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Every day she's out there just throwing the ball. And, she got, and she's much better now. Yeah. That makes me so happy. Yeah, it's That's really such good. a good habit to be able to do that. Yeah, That's how you she become the best. It. And you have to love it. You know, you have to love it. So she, she's been, and she's found it. She's just, I, the other day I was, uh, yesterday I was, I looked out the window and I just, she's just out there throwing the ball to herself. And I was like, that's great. She's, that's so yeah. awesome. Anyway, so uh, baseball hour here on, um, on, on Sith Council. We're versatile. We are. And we're going to be super versatile. A big thing is, is all that type of stuff. You're going to get a lot of different conversations. We'll talk about the big news. Um, we're definitely going to uh, get into um, all these different topics that it could be Star Wars. It could be. Uh, you know, Marvel, DC, whatever it might be. We're, we'll, we'll be talking that on Big Thing. Um, but let's continue on with some more stuff going on in the world of uh, Star Wars. And, oh, that's not it. There's Do you know if Mike has caught up in Clone Wars yet? I know he's he on was, the watch. He was, oh, Clone Wars. No, I don't know about Clone Wars, but I, I think because he's because he just won the Inner Geekdom Championship, he's probably just diving Tapped. deep into everything else. That, yeah, because yeah, he's got, because now he's got... um. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for people if they watch the pay-per-view, but he's got a big match coming up now, so he's probably not going to be mm. lo- watching Clone Wars. Maybe I'm wrong. It'll just make the Bad Batch better. It, it absolutely would. Uh, the Loki showrunner, Michael Waldron, confirmed, by the way, that he is working on Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie. That's Hell interesting. Yeah. Um, people are wondering because you remember the uh, the the whole timeline thing that they did in, in Rebels with... Um, with Caden. No, with, with Ahsoka, when they, ultimately that's how he saved Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that whole thing, whatever it was called. Um, people are thinking that that's the way that they're going to do this because I was like, you're not going to have the guy do the same thing he's working on in Loki, like time travel and all that. It's like, there, I, I, I don't, and because people are hoping, there's, there's a pocket of fans that are hoping that it means that it's going to be like a multiverse and that the new trilogy won't count inside of this oh i've read this yeah, yes i, I, they, there's, there's I no doubt chance. this there's no chance he's gonna do that feloni would be able to get away with especially that. within two years of the release of episode nine yeah there's just no way. i think maybe in 10 years where there's in discussion right now no yeah there's there's no way so this this is the story i was telling you guys about with um i think it was tomorrow morrison when he went out and he was having some kind of conversation with somebody and he was he's confirmed that the book of boba fett won't solely be set after the events of Mandalorian Season 2, but we'll have flashbacks that go back as um, far as the events immediately following the Empire Strikes Back. That's awesome. Yes. But he's, is he, I wonder if he's going to play Boba Fett in those flashbacks. He, he's a big dude, and he looked bigger in, this, in the suit 
in Mandalorian than like the original Boba Fett did and Bullock did. I don't. They probably have somebody else play him in the flashbacks, right? Maybe I don't know. I think that they might have him because they are obviously spoiler if you haven't seen the last season of Mandalorian, comfortable with de aging and different aging CGI yeah. techniques. So. Yeah. They might like do something, but physically, it's easy to shoot someone taller. True. I I I don't know. Either way, they said they're going to see him, and I think Rotten Tomatoes was the yeah they were with Rotten Tomatoes, and Morrison revealed that his Disney Plus series will be taking Boba Fett in new directions, and that includes that past. When asked about it, if we'll see more of a Boba Fett who gets into physical combat, like his appearance in The Mandalorian Chapter 14, The Tragedy, and how he learned those skills, Morrison indicated that the show will get into what the character's been up to since he took a carbonite frozen Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt at the end of Empire Strikes Back. Well, we can't say too much, but we're going to see his past and where he's been since The Empire Strikes Back. Somebody pointed out he's been kind of stuck in this one place, and now the time's actually to go back in time and check out his journey and find out more about him. The phrasing also indicates that we shouldn't expect every episode to take place on Tatooine, where Boba Fett spent uh, time inside of Sarlacc's gut before miraculously escaping. The character spent a while tracking his own armor down on Tatooine, and along the way, he rescued and recruited Fennec and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, that's exactly why I think it's called The Book of Boba Fett. And I think that that's what people are going to, it's, it's, I actually would, pref, would love a series like that. I think that this is what, if I was to guess, I remember, and I had heard Simon Kinberg really wanted to do, um, Tales of the Bounty Hunter, like the, there's Legends book that was out there. He wanted to do this book and he wanted to do it with Boba Fett. And I had heard that from a really good source. Um, and I interviewed him and Filoni and I brought that up and Flo, and Kinberg was like, looking at me like, how did you know that? He didn't say that, but that's what his eyes said. And he was like, and he shifted. And that's been on the table for a bit. And I think the Tales of the Bounty Hunters essentially what this is going to be. I think that that's been bounced around a lot, and I think it's, it's going to be, this is what this dude has been going through, and each chapter is going to play into it. And it's the book of Boba Fett. It's, it's the stuff that happened in Empire. It's the stuff that happened in Jedi. It's the stuff leading up to uh, Mandalorian. It's all of this stuff. And that, to me, is what the Book of Boba Fett will be and what I want it to be anyway. How about you? Yeah, I agree. I want all of the bounty hunters that we've seen, maybe some we haven't seen, any interaction we've had. And even with the titling, like you say, it gives more of an opening to do chapters right. and where they can end and kind of start anew without it being weird to the audience. Yep. That's smart, I think, because then you're not preparing people for something different. And then now we get to see, we don't need to see a chronological thing with Boba. I want to know what happened in his life to get to the Mandalorian. Yeah, me too. So I, I think that... The name of the show is fitting. I think it works tremendously. And I think that the comments alone confirming that, uh, whether he got in trouble for it, who knows. He doesn't really seem like a guy to me that really gets in trouble yeah. or even cares if he does get in trouble. Yeah, so, he's like, you know. the, have you seen Pete Davidson's Chad SNL? Skit? Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, okay. yeah. yeah. But, but it's like, it, but if, if he, hey, tomorrow just like revealed all that stuff, Can, he should be reprimanded. I'm not, who's, I'm not reprimanding that guy. <laughs> you want to talk you to him? tell him. No yeah. thanks. No thanks. I'm I good. just saw him with his shirt off in that photo he, your video posted. Not no. trying to beef. No, he's. I mean, he's he's uh, he's great. He is great. I'm excited that he's going to be doing this show. That's, and it's weird because I wasn't excited for a Boba Fett movie. I didn't care about a Same. Boba Fett movie, and I didn't want to see it. And I think 
because of what they did in Mandalorian, I care more now. Like, I always thought Boba Fett was cool. I just thought he was way more interesting in Mandalorian. And all of that, the way that they set up, and I and initially when they when they made him when they when they made him um, when they retconned it and made him Tamar Morrison because he didn't have that voice yeah. in the original cut, I was like, ah, they need to do this. And now to me, it makes a lot of sense. Like those little references when he's like, "Yeah, they're gonna recognize my face." Like I I thought that it's it's been handled very well. Yeah, well, how cool to be him and then have all of these clones just now based off of, of him. you, yeah. That's yeah. such a flex. No one can say that. He has the no. most FaceTime every, in Star Wars. Every time you turn on Clone Wars, you see his face. Or the Bad Batch is his face. I wonder if he, I wonder if he gets paid for that. He must, because that's your know. name. That's your likeness. But maybe you sign your likeness. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's. But imagine you get paid every time you show. The guy would be. That guy would be like. It's like, like Floyd Mayweather money. Yeah, seriously. Um, but either way, uh, the, the, talk about someone who does a lot of different things. D. Bradley Baker is killing it on on the show right now. He's he's such a like a, a voice magician. The way he's able to go from Wrecker to uh, Hunter to all of these different. He's really, really good. Man. I had to look it up because every time I'm not convinced it was it's just him. him. Yeah, it's good. And then they didn't show it. Well, I guess they did show us uh, the Cad Bane. I want, and I assume it's the same voice from Clone Wars. I, I, I would assume it is. so. Yeah, because whatever. If it's not, I love this. It was voice. so good. I, I think it is. Though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's the uh, that's the episode here today, kids. I thought that the the overall show, Bad Batch, was great. I thought that um, there's a lot of news that came out today, and this was our first episode that we got to do in person. So I'm pretty excited about it, and I, we're going to continue to do it uh, in person. And remember. This show will move off of this channel in about two weeks. It's going to be on the new channel. The link is in the description. So if you want to make sure to follow this show and podcast, it's not changing. It is actually more beneficial to us if you download every episode of Sith um, off of podcasts and comment and, and follow us on whether it's Spotify or Apple. That's the most important. It's great when you guys comment. I've been trying to comment back to everybody and, and, and all of that. And also let us know, by the way, if you are enjoying the, um, the pure conversation here. There's not a lot of interruptions throughout. But if you want to throw Super Chats inside of this live chat and I see them, I will highlight them and ask them next week for sure. Steph, it's a pleasure. It's good to see you. So fun. First time doing a show together. I'm so happy, Christian. I, good, when you right? told me we were going to start soon, I was like... I yeah. can't wait. It's so much better to like so much talk better. to people. How cool is that thing, by the way? What? You did not see that? No. Yeah. It's like, that's old yeah, school. Christian's, this whole studio is so sick. It's. Next to the Chucky. Yeah. Whoa. That is old that's school. That's old school. That's from, that, that, that's from the like, 80s. It, it, it was like an 80s thing that the, the arcade one did a, uh, one up did a version of it and they sent it. And I was like, it is, it is really good. I'm trying to get the old wrestling one, but they don't, they can't, they're not, it's not available anywhere. Oh, it's an old you, wrestling one. I want to sure get. It'll come into your life somehow. I have to get one to come because the way that that VR came into my life. But we're going to talk about that on the big thing. The big thing. <laughs> well, we were talking about VR. We're talking about the latest in movie news, pop culture, all of it. And um, if you want to check out the big thing, that is now on. Is this show is going to be on 4 p.m. On Fridays, the big thing is going to be on at 8.30 or 9, depending on how long the episode is. And right now, we're doing um, between at least two episodes a week, and we're gradually going to turn that into four episodes, and we got the goofball also. So it's a brand new era in the Sith Council world, and we started it today. So thank you guys so very much. We'll see you next time.